Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. (laughs) Hey, 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 we're back. We're black. I missed you too, but not you slowing the beat down on me. I was ready with the choreo and then I couldn't find it. I'm looking like a fool out here on this on the dance floor. Hello, my dear. How have you been? I feel like I need to talk to you like this. Oh, yeah, that's right, because I was in European vacation. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't Do as glamorous say. as the girls would. Well, Although I don't know why I have a Cockney accent. <laughs> well, I'll say Go this. Ahead. First and foremost, I had an amazing time. I don't know about Supergirl, but my 43-year-old <laughs> heart had an amazing time. And the what less- was the itinerary? So first, we did London. London town, and it was super okay. fun. You know, went to the London Eye, Big Ben, Westminster Abbey. That nice weather. Yeah, it actually was really great weather. It didn't rain not once. You know, London is not known for its good weather. It was sunny. We said a really cute yeah. um, place. And then, too, what I liked is that we did high tea, you know, which, of course, Supergirl was like, I don't drink tea. I was like, drink it. <laughs> we took a chocolate making class. It was just like, she's like, I don't know if I'm going to y'all, Y'all were teenagers. Damn, you took a grown and sexy vacation. Girl, y'all were teenagers. How you don't punch <laughs> them in the face? <laughs> Is she the kind of teenager that wants to go to a foreign country so she can shop at H&M? I mean, literally. She was like, can we go oh, shopping? Okay. She was like, oh, there's now the babe I store. I was like... So this is why you came. Yeah, she, she, so she loved the shopping then. And she was like, you know, she thought London was pretty cool, you know, but still mm-hmm. there was definitely times where it's like, can we have Chipotle? I'm like, no. Um, and then the second trip, so we did uh, four days London, five days Paris, like four nights, five days Paris. And Paris was like, we did like um, a dinner cruise on the River Seine, I guess what it's called, but it's really beautiful. We got super Ooh. dressed up. I mean, like one thing I did love is that we like, you know, our outfits were definitely hitting. I mean, like your girl was, it was super cute. Um, she had an okay time there. Cause I'm not going to lie. That was kind of adultish, but whatever, child, you say you want to go past. have a, 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 a cocktail on the river scent. Yes, exactly. So view. it was like, so, you know, I like, I don't even have a cocktail, but it was, I was getting my life. Um, yeah. And then we also went to, she really loved uh, Paris Disney. We went to Disney Paris, which. That was that's what made me realize Come oh she really now. a kid kid but and honestly we had a ton of fun because we got one of those like skip the line passes so yeah it was a really good time and I think that was her favorite day um, we also did the top of the Eiffel Tower which I wanted to strangle her when I was like oh we're at the Eiffel Tower she looked so unimpressed like mm, I guess I was like oh because we have one of these in Newark <laughs> um, and then she was like do we have to go to the top like. 
You guys have an Eiffel Tower in doing? No, we don't. That's what I'm saying. Like she's acting as oh, if like. Okay, okay. <laughs> but she was the acting like, girl. I guess I'm like, sis. We live in Newark, New Jersey. No shade to Newark. I live here, but it's yeah. not giving Eiffel Tower chic. Okay. Yeah. So I was like, Alyssa, we're not walking. We're not like some people do take the steps. We, I could see if she said, do we have to go to the top because we're taking the steps? We're taking the three minute elevator. Is that too much? So we did. We took beautiful pictures. We honestly, I, I'll just say I had a good time. We ate at our first French cafe in Par- Paris. I was like, this is your first Parisian cafe. She was like, <laughs> okay. When do my friends wake up? You know, because that was like her big thing. Um, and so, oh, I will say this, that one, mm. the, the lesson I learned, because Alyssa and I, we don't, we didn't argue that. We don't, we've never had an argumentative um, relationship. We're just, Alyssa and I have always had very chill. I know how to give her her space. One, I underestimated how, um, much she would be homesick. So I was like, oh, mm-hmm. poor baby, because she and her mom are really, really close. And now that Jarrell's not here, they're even closer. And so I underestimated how much she would really just miss her mama. So I understood that, you know, because mama is mm-hmm. home. Um, and two, and like, you know, and then lastly, we finished up in um, Italy. The, we did the Amalfi Coast. We stayed at Sorrento. We took like a, this boat cruise and got to see like the coast and like get out and shop and, and eat gelato and like sit on the beach. Um, she was like, Italy was my least favorite. I was like, really? Cause it was pretty amazing. <laughs> Literally our hotel was on the, on the water. And she was yeah. like, wow, it's pretty. I was like, oh my we God, is that a wow? <laughs> so, um, but what I realized is that one, Alyssa has not traveled a lot. Like, you know, Jerome and I had taken her to Florida and California, but not like extensively so it to go from we've been to florida twice to we're in a 10-day vacation with me just me and you sharing a room because Alyssa does stay with me one to two weeks out of every month here like at the house but you know she has her own room she moves about i'm just basically here to make sure she eats and does so you know i don't have to check on her and do her homework she like is pretty self-sufficient so you know sharing a room you know, being in close quarters, which it wasn't bad. It's just different, you know? Um, so yeah. I just, I didn't anticipate how different that kind of like interaction would be um, for her and how much she'd miss her mom. I think it would have been easier if the time zones weren't so different because she would have to wait six hours before she could call her and just be like, hey, ma, see her face, you know? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I would was have just, been cuter if she could FaceTime the girls at home. Yes. While she's on while, yes. I think that, you know, and also, yeah. too, that like, I mean, if I would have, because I use points, if I'm being honest. Shout out to Amex. Hey, girl, you need to sponsor us. Um, so I I use Amex largely for my business. I have a gold card, but I don't use it as much. I typically, like, I have uh, two businesses um, that use the Amex card. And, and what I like about Amex is that my gold card and my two platinum cards, all the points accumulated, accumulate into one bucket unless you otherwise ask them to separate the bucket. So they accumulate mm. into this one bucket and that bucket had over a million points. So I didn't really have to come out of pocket. Like I, you know, from the the taxi rides or the rides that we preordained from all of the um the activities like um I use my Chase reward. Remember Chase go get your run like the Chase venture card that we used to call? Nope, nope. Still not still <laughs> not right. Chase <laughs> <laughs> You're conflating the Capital One venture oh, with the Chase. That? What is it? You call it the good, the Chase good card. <laughs> it's the Chase Sapphire Reserve. Yes. Yeah, so that card had like two hundred something thousand points or so, and so um, a friend of mine, Tori, helped because she does like luxury vacations. So she helped me book all of the excursions and things. Like we made we made pasta in Italy, the best. I oh my goodness, <sighs> on like a farm that like. 
picked like the the tomatoes fresh. It was and we made tiramisu there, girl. It was the best she, tasting. So that was amazing. She did enjoy that. Um, and okay. so, you know, so she like all those types of like, we, like I said, we did chocolate making, high tea. We had all these excursions um, and th- fun things that we did. So she used my chase points for those things because she said that the choices were more robust there. Um, and then she mm. used um, Amex for the hotels. Um, and then I had United points because I fly so much with the United that she used that for the for the flight. And so it was just great because it, oh, nice. if I'm being honest, that trip was probably if I would have paid out of pocket because we did, I wouldn't have paid this out of pocket because but because it was points, it probably was at least fifteen thousand dollars. Honestly, um, oh, damn, I know. Like because we flew first class, we flew which is business. So you know, but I didn't have to like you know normally if we were going, I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. just because of the cost, I probably just if I was paying out of pocket would have paid and said okay economy and I wouldn't have done maybe three countries maybe just two because. Um, Paris and London are closer to each other, but because literally it was just that what I did pay out of pocket were just like the food and things like that, which was fairly nominal, relatively speaking, because two of the hotels had breakfast included. Um, but it's like, honestly, it took as a, like, for those of y'all who are like parents, you know, especially the, the kids you gave birth to, it took me maybe like a day or two to, um, to remind myself that I am allowed to have a good time, even if she is adjusting to the fact that she's not home. Do you know what I mean? Because at first I mm-hmm. felt bad about, am I, am, I, am I free to have a good time if she's having, if she's still trying to figure out how she feels about where we are? Because I'm like, girl, I'm getting my life. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so once I was like, Tiffany, it's allowed. You are here to continue to check in on her, to help, you know, expand her like view of the world, to show her like we went to the um, um, pa- um, Palace of Versailles, which is gorgeous. She didn't like it so much, like the because we walked the the um, the gardens, and she was like, I hated that. But one day she'll look back and look back at all those pictures and be like, Wow, I can't believe I was there. So I was like, it's your job to expand her knowledge, expand what she's seen. She might not love it in the moment. That's okay. And we negotiated. I was like, tomorrow we're supposed to do this, but you seem tired. We don't have to do that. I can cancel now. We get our money back and we could just chill. You know, so there were two things that we kind of took off the, because it was a pretty packed itinerary. Um, Sounds like traveling with my husband, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me, and I feel like no matter what the relationship is, travel will always mm-hmm. present like a different version of the person that you never knew yes. or like you'll find new things about them and about yourself yes. and you'll learn for next time yes. and you know the first year of my relationship with my husband at the time I can't believe I got a group on trip to Turkey and it was like 13 days and it was one of these um it was one of these like group travel trips like a like a tour group mm. and you were on a big bus and yes. we went to six cities in 13 days wow. and we were on that bus every other day and it was kind of like napping on the bus and i didn't know that he can't sleep anywhere but a serta mattress that costs <laughs> hundreds of thousands of not dollars but anyway a very expensive mattress with a pillow with a temperature controlled you know air conditioning oh in the corner and like you know all of his favorite things next time on the nightstand so um oh wow i'm the fact that we survived that trip because me i'm like i will do any i will sleep i can sleep standing up Same. i'll sleep on the hard dirt floor <laughs> i'm gonna I, I was gonna get up at 4 a.m for the hot air balloon excursion yes. in cappadocia because when are you gonna be in cappadocia I mean, again and i was like 
how am I going to be with the guy who sleeps through this? <laughs> he didn't. I dragged his ass to the heart of hot air balloons. But anyway, yeah. So I completely get it. And um, I don't know. I was not as mature as you are <laughs> in this moment. As like back then, I was like, this guy sucks. <laughs> and we don't travel the same. And he's just like not in. Da, 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 da. But cut to our last big trip to Portugal mm -hmm. or no, Costa Rica. Actually, Costa Rica, mm -hmm. our baby moon. Mm -hmm. That was like, I was so proud of myself Aww. for the restraint <laughs> that I had and the compromises and how we came up with the trip where we both could enjoy. Yeah, so. No, I, I love that. And because you start to realize that like, it's okay for people to have different, because I'm not going to lie, it was really endearing because Jarrell was not a big traveler. He wanted to be like, his favorite thing, like, let's go to this nice place so I could stay in the hotel and watch movies. <laughs> like that's, And so to watch her kind of do that, I was like, if that ain't her daddy. Like, Aww. so it was just kind of like, oh, I, and I told her, and what I really, really appreciated is like, by the time we got to Italy and she was like, really kind of like over it and tired, I was like, I know you're having a hard time. She's like, I don't want to seem ungrateful because I am really grateful. And everybody, I guess she was like, you know, sharing with her mom and everybody's telling me I'm so ungrateful. It's just that I miss home. I miss my mom. I said, Alyssa, you're allowed. I hope you know that you're allowed to not love every single thing we've done. You're allowed to you know miss your mom you're allowed to miss your friends you know i said honestly let's discuss so we could talk about like what you'd like to do next time how would this look you know and she was like you know then she really unloaded like i like this and i, and I was like okay but i I'm, i was so <laughs> glad that she felt safe to be able to share that because i was like i'm not going to offer any judgment if she would have done this day two or three I certainly would have felt defensive. But by then, I had already re remedied and rectified with myself it is okay for her to have her own separate experience you cannot mm -hmm. create what you want her to feel, but you can just create the experience mm -hmm. and have her lean into it. And so, so, so it was funny, mm -hmm. like, because at the end she was like, you know, I know I chose, cause she chose London and Paris. She's like, I know I chose London and Paris, but I feel like maybe I should have chose Canada, girl. <laughs> No shade to our Canadian friends. I know, no but. shade. But I said, girl, if you wanted to go to Canada, we could have took the train there and back in two days. But I was rolling in my head and I thought, okay, Alyssa, because her birthday's coming With up. With the um, wildfires and all? I mean, she just like, because she was like, it's the same time zone as mommy. It's not as far. Aww. I know. And I just said, yeah. okay. Like, you know, I told her that next time we're going to do more research on like where we're going and what to expect. And we can certainly stay closer, like a Mexico or Jamaica or Canada until you feel, until you get older, you get more and more comfortable. But I said, I'm really glad that you, she said, but I am honestly really glad I got to experience this. And so like, you know, that was, it, it was a really, like I said, once I flipped the switch in my head, I had an amazing time. I mean, in, in Italy, the, the hotel where we stayed, which is so beautiful, that was on like the coast. So you could literally, where you had breakfast, you're like, oh, hey, Ocean, you cute. Mm -hmm. um, they had a, um, a sister hotel that you can go to because they had this beautiful private beach that was like a cove that you walk into and opened up into this beach that looked like out of a movie. And I, of course, I asked Alyssa, you want to go with me, which I was hoping she said no. And she did. I was like, yay, because I don't want a sullen, <laughs> sullen teenager sitting with me. So I was like, what are you going to do? I told the hotel, like, there's the, the like, the, there's like a, a, you know, the woman who was the, at the front desk. I'm like, she's going to be here, you know, by herself. She can't leave the hotel. Um, there's no place to really go anywhere because it's private. I was like, she can go to the, but they have a little private beach at that one and like a pool or sit on your private deck. And I said, you know, you could order anything because um, because of Amex, we had like a hundred or $200 credit to the room for food. You know, I was like, you know, try to keep it under 50 bucks, like whatever you order. And so, you know, and if you do decide to go to the beach or the pool, just FaceTime me 
and you know, so she was like, okay. So it gave her time to also yeah. have time to herself. But when I tell you, when I got to that private beach call that you had to get to by go- golf cart, mm. I mean. Take me a picture, too. Oh my goodness. Take me there. There was literally, so like? it opened up like this rock formation opened up into this, it's like an oval that you walk through and it's just like Amazing. this crystal blue sea green water. And maybe was like quiet? what? Maybe like ten um, um, beach chairs and three or four people out there. So it's just were there no children? I mean, no kids. And first of all, um, Italians are so like romantic. All the couples were making. I was like, I want to make out. Go to South America too. They love a park bench <laughs> and a makeout sesh. And so I was just you. like, it was so beautiful. And then they had a restaurant like built into like the 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 side of the cove with the freshest everything. I was like, I'll take an octopus salad with a gnocchi. I mean, it was so delicious. The only thing missing is that I felt like if I drank wine, I should be drinking wine, you know? But it you was- You a little glass of wine. I mean, <laughs> Come on, But what I tell you, I, I spent like Get five hours there wine. just looking at the water, wading mm. into the water, like listening to music. It was- Sublime. I was like, I feel like I should get back because there's a kid back at the hotel. So I would just text her every hour, like, you good? <laughs> yes. Did you leave the room? now? I was like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but I had well, a, like, yeah, I'm glad I, I'm glad to be back, but I had a really great time. I think definitely years will pass and she'll look back on it, you know, and wish that she had been a little older yeah. and, you know, whatever. But I do want to say, though, the thing that she's discovering, which I think is really important, and I think it's I wouldn't want anyone to listen to this and think I shouldn't let my teenager or my young kid like go out and be homesick, because I think being homesick is is an important part of the mm-hmm. journey into adulthood. It's like letting your tether get yeah. longer and longer like you've always wanted it to yeah. be. And then realizing that home really is where the heart yes. is. And I'm going to sound super cliche and like, I don't care. But the thing is, like, sometimes I, I believe that we envision travel to be this like destination where when we go there, we'll be a better version of ourselves mm-hmm. and our relationships will be better and we'll come back and, you know, things will feel better. And like vacations are so, you know, we'll just if we can just make it to summer vacation, mm-hmm. then things will be better. But then you go and what you find out is you come back and the same old bullshit's waiting mm-hmm. for you. And like a vacation's never going to fix if something's not right. And it also is never going to replace like where you feel home yes. and where you feel loved and safe. So I'm really proud of her mm-hmm, um, me too. for, you know, she went, I mean, you made it pretty easy for her that she went. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it just reminds me of how I felt. I didn't have near as many comforts as she did, but when I started to travel by myself and, mm-hmm. and get really homesick and I'd be like, why do I feel this way? I should be so lucky. This is what I wanted. Yeah. I bought this. No one, no one sent me here. <laughs> um, but then I just realized like, it just means that you've got something good at home and it's yes. okay to to miss it at the end. Yeah, to miss it and to sometimes not leave it if you just are happy yeah. where you are. You know what I mean? Like, I I love that. I, I get it. Um, and I hope that, you know, We go to Canada time. next time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Save some of those points for yourself, Tiff. Yeah. Oh, girl, please. We and- had so many, like... <laughs> That, yeah, I have, like, after literally, as soon as we landed after that, I took my sisters and I, we went to Chicago. Because my sister Karen lives in Chicago with, oh, the, you yeah, know, her husband. Chicago sister. Yes, and so literally I landed and the She's next day. She's a scientist? Day, yeah, the scientist. She's married to a doctor. Okay. And so we landed and we went and it was, and honestly, we had such a great trip. It's, it was a really nice wind down trip because we weren't going to Chicago to, like, do Chicago-y things. We literally just 
Hotel, went to her house all day. The kids played. My sister Carol and her two kids played with my sister Karen's um, um, kid, Lily. They're around the same age, same height. So they just played mm -hmm. all day, and then we went home in the evening. So it was really like just like chilling at home but my sister's house. So it was really nice to go and have kind of like this wind down and sister time before school started for all the kids. She was so happy that we came. We were there for like four days. And I used points to do that too. Like, honestly, mm. I never was a big, I didn't really get like the point thing, but mm. especially because of the fact that I have a business, I get to accumulate them so much faster. And I make sure that every yeah. trip I'm on, if someone flies me out or whatever, I always put my, you know, my number, my United number. I, I insist, ideally, can I fly United? Because United has a hub in Newark. And so that way I can collect, you know, these points. So for me personally, I get to enjoy the fruits. Or even like if I'm staying in a hotel, I have Hilton and Marriott. And so, like, if a brand wants to put me up, I try to get put up in a hotel where I can collect points. So, like, now when I go somewhere, I can use, like, like, I've, like right now, Hilton and Marriott both have three night, free three-night stays because of the points I've accumulated. So I can use that mm -hmm. for my own, like, chilling time, you know? So, honestly, like, the, the financial lesson in all of this is that, like, you know, there are ways to kind of, like, m like monetize the, your choices on the back end so you can use it to enhance like, you know, your life. If you're if your job has you travel a lot, you know, and you're flying a lot, please, if you don't have, a, you know, an airline loyalty, that's a great way to, to, to accumulate points. You know, if you're if you're using a card, you know, accumulating points that way. And also, too, if there's a hotel that you stay at, make sure you sign up for whatever that loyalty is. And, you know, although because even though like um, companies would book me, it didn't mean I couldn't put down my loyalty number you know, when I got mm -hmm. to the hotel and, and add the points that way. So there's just a really great way to be able to to continue the good times, you know. Like passive. I love yes, that. Yes, I really And, do. you know, I think the reason people get overwhelmed by the whole points game is that it is a game. It's yes. like a gamification. People are obsessed with this and that and the third. And I just like the way you're doing it is how I feel like it works for me, too. Just get the right card. Yep. Maybe one or two. Yep. And then just do what you're going to do anyway. Yes. And then reap the rewards. That's um, it. And if you ever get confused, there's a great, like, um, the points guy is a great resource. Um, yes. So there would be times when I wasn't really sure about a thing, and I would just go on and, like, search there. And I'm like, because that's all he does all day, every day. And he'll explain it really clearly, mm -hmm. like, okay. Then I might call American Express and say, hey, um, I read somewhere that I can use it in this way. How do I do that? You know, so, like, he's, like, yeah. super deep dive into it. But to Mandy's point, I don't know how to do all that. Just basic uses of use of points, yeah. Yeah. Well, you mentioned back to school. Mm -hmm. And can I just tell you, I became a mother last week. <laughs> I thought I was a mom before, but I wasn't actually two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago when my mom was in town and we went to Target and we went straight to the back to school section. Mm -hmm. And I let my three-year-old, he picked out a lunchbox Aww. and a backpack. You know, they still make the same little subject, like notebooks. They haven't innovated those. <laughs> They're the same. The five-star, the five star, mm -hmm. five-subject spiral notebooks, the number two pencils, the XO markers, mm. the Elmer's glue. It's all the same. <laughs> and he was, and I had my little list on my phone. And I was like, we need this and that and this. $175 wow. later. Golly, what? And for a preschooler. Right. For a preschooler. Because, <laughs> you know, they wanted the, you know, disinfectant this, mm. the hand sanitizer, um, extra supplies for the classroom. And he wanted, you know, I got, he had to get brand new backpack lunchbox. He never had any of that before. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was so, I just kept looking at my mom like, 
What? Aww. It was it was so bizarre because for me, back to school was like a really exciting time. I like to get the new Lisa Frank, whatever yes. stationary set and like my new shiny notebook. And I was like, this year's going to be different. <laughs> I'm going to have friends and I'm going to do good in school. Eventually that happened. But anyway, so uh, Rio was getting his back to school supplies because he's officially a pre-K. And we did i tell you we got so he we had never had a lottery like a universal pre-k in my town where mm -hmm. i live in westchester which was really lame because basically every other town around us has it mm -hmm. or city or i don't know they 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 separate these little areas of westchester very confusingly so finally we found out like the i think i was in labor i was at the hospital when we got the email mm. saying that there's going to be a upk program and you can enter and i was like make me a reminder on my calendar because <laughs> i want to remember this and they were only there are only 32 spots we, he got in okay. and he started on thursday and it's really close to where we live and it's actually okay. on the way to his old daycare okay. so and for and I'm in this group chat now with a lot of parents and I'm finding a lot of parents whose kids had been homeschooled or like just had been home mm -hmm. are struggling with the, you know, going into school for the first time and like oh. the anxiety and all that. And I feel like for me, Rio has been doing really well. And I think just because yeah. I had for I think the past month or two, ever since I found out he got in, we were we would drive past it. I'd okay. pull in, I'd be like, this is where your door is going to be. It. Let's go see if there's any decorations. Mm. Let's see if the playground's built yet. Cause it's all brand new and um and just seeing him you know get his, his huge backpack they asked for a full-size backpack i don't know why it's like two-thirds of his body yes! mass. i love that, I love that. what um, does he have a, a, a like a like a character or whatever on it so he chose the he chose a neon frog okay like d design okay. i think he thinks they're dinosaurs i didn't want to tell him because it was really cute but they're like all the different color, different frogs and stuff. And he got the matching lunchbox. And then he picked out a little like bento box for his food. Mm. And in true mom of a toddler fashion, what to put in it mm. kept me up the night before. Mm. And I was like, if you don't relax about what to put in his lunchbox, I just had him decide. Mm -hmm. And luckily, my husband's mother has been here the past few days helping. Okay. And because Rio requested tostones. And uh -huh. I was like, my little Dominican baby. <laughs> Does he say it with want, the accent? I want those toys. Oh, no, no, no. He's he's just, but it's really cute. He's starting to finally learn some Spanish. <laughs> but um, I was just telling my mother a lot this morning because she was lamenting the fact that, you know, the kids don't speak Spanish and her um, other nieces and nephews' kids don't speak Spanish. Mm -hmm. And I was like, listen, Myra, I promise you in my own Spanish, te lo prometo. No voy a tener un hijo que se llama Rio Francisco Santos que no se habla español. Uh -huh. I can't have a son in the world whose name is Rio Francisco Santos mm -hmm. and he can't speak Spanish. Like, what am I doing? False advertising. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to be set up to for, for failure. So he has to learn. Um, but yeah, he asked for his tostones oh. and I made him a grilled cheese and he chose that. Okay. He selected his own strawberries okay. and he put them in his little bento box. And he had a great he had a great first day, and I was like haggard by the time I dropped him <laughs> off. And I only had him home for a week oh in between. So for the parents, when when with like if your camp or your your uh, school, like whatever you had your kids in this summer, if there was a gap between that and real school, God bless you. I I toast to you this entire carafe of French press. This is for us, okay? Because we did it. No, so question, financial question, as a result of him getting, so universal um, 
uh, uh, pre-K is something that's been in mm-hmm. Newark for a long time. It means the kids get to go to school for free, basically, because they consider yeah. pre-K part of public school, which is free. So yep. how much are you saving as a result? Like, what were you paying for daycare and for how much are you saving? Oh, my God. Thank you for asking <laughs> me because I just wanted to. Oh, I feel so good. Um, I was paying $2,055 a month. for, yes, a month okay. for five day a week, all day daycare. And what's all day? What time to what time? From I would drop him off like nine and I pick him up at four thirty or five. Okay, okay. So like nine to five. And yeah, so UPK, it is free. This is true. But the catch is they have very limited hours. Mm. So it's only from nine AM to two PM, which is a very short day. Mm-hmm. And for most working Americans, like, no, nah, you can't you can't do that. Not only that, but I live in a um I live about forty minutes outside of Manhattan where a lot of parents who live here work for the proximity to the city, but you have to get on a train. And so my husband's commute's like an hour and 15 minutes. So 9 a.m. drop off, we'll get him to the office at 1030. Like there's just, for a lot of parents, that is not gonna work. So for the low, low price of $500, we can pay for a little bit of time, like to drop him off early and pick him up late. So at 430. So we're still saving significantly. So that's $500 for the month? For the month. Oh, that's great. So it's about 1500 yeah. yeah. And not only that, but I didn't realize what the benefit is, is one of the biggest things for me that's become a benefit is that he's in a class with the kids he's going to go to kindergarten with. Oh, I love that. And then first grade yeah. and then second grade. They're all a in the same cohort. school district. <laughs> yes, for real though. And, and one of the moms made a Facebook group and when I looked at it and it said, the class of 2037. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> my heart dropped. I'm like, no, I love but that. I never had the benefit. And I don't know where, where our, our lives will take us. Who knows if he'll graduate from the school district. But, um, and I was talking to my mom about this because my mom was a single mom of four kids <laughs> for a long time. And, you know, one of her biggest regrets she said is that she wasn't able to be as involved with our mm. school lives because she was surviving. Um, and I don't remember ever missing that. Like I would see the other moms who are more involved and just be like, okay, nice cupcakes. Thank you, Miss <laughs> Jones. Um, but she's like, cause I was starting to kind of, you know, think, oh, all these like back to school things and like the parents nights and the mom group on Facebook. And she says, Mandy, you're gonna regret it if you don't invest yeah. and get to know. And I'm so glad that she, and get to know the parents and yeah. the, the teachers and stuff and be really involved because you have the privilege of being more involved yes. than I did. Um, and it's really true. It's really true. So I feel not only are we saving the money, but it just it feels good and it feels like this shouldn't be special mm-hmm. in 2023 to have your kids in uh, public preschool like it just makes so much sense Mm -hmm. like why don't we and and why do we still have so many places where upk is a special you know announcement a special treat or doesn't even exist um so we're just very grateful and any parents who sent their kids off to school last week or the week before or whenever just bless we survived the summer (laughs) you should have seen carol you know she got roman and mimi she was Clicking her heels, honey, because she was like, <laughs> yes. "Oh my god!" And like they're they're in the um, same school. I think last year that was the first time they were in the same school, which is because oh, yeah. Mimi's at what kindergarten now? Um, no, she's going to first grade. No, no, wait. Yeah, she's going to first grade. She was in kindergarten last year. Now okay. Amelia's really smart. Like you know, Roma be teaching her all the things she needs to know. Forget her mama. Yeah. That's his baby. And so Carol Aww. said, like you know, if, I mean, y'all heard me talk about Roma and Amelia. Amelia's pretty like girl. I got I got it together. I'm smart, but. 
Um, and Roman can be a little bit timid, um, although he's obviously super smart. She said mm-hmm. that like one time in the middle of the night, she like woke her up and was like, mommy. And like right before school, she's like, what? She's like, I'm scared about school. She's like, it's the same school you always go to. She's like, yeah, but I'm going to first grade and it's going to be really hard. Oh, I know. Not not Daredevil Amelia. Not, let me give you my, if you tell Amelia, I'm going to spank your booty. She'll toot it up like, do it. That's <laughs> like, a sign of a kid that never gets spanked. Like, not yeah. that Amelia. Not Mimi. Talk to adults like she's grown. And so, but I love what Carol told her. She said, Amelia, who won the spelling bee in your school, in your class? She's like, I did. She's like, who's the best reader in your class? Amelia's a really good reader. She's been reading since she was three because Roman. She's mm. like, I am. And she was like, don't you know everything that Roman knows? She said, I do. And he's like, she's like, he's in third grade. Do you think third grade is harder than first grade? She's like, no. She's like, so if you know everything that Roman knows and you're going to be in first grade, then you're going to do just fine. And I was like, oh, look at you, good parenting. She was like, now go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but I just thought that that was like, oh, with all your kiddos going off to school, you know, like, don't forget to give them a little encouragement because even the little, the little tough ones like Mimi sometimes need a little, mm-hmm. <laughs> need a little encouragement. You're but so yeah, right. as a teacher, honestly, I love back to school, even though sometimes I'm like, oh, God, back to school. But then I see all of my little babies trucking on in. And what I do mm-hmm. love, which I'm glad they're doing more of, it seems like in school, is that the same thing happens at their school is that the, you're in the same class and their school goes up to eighth grade. So get, they get to stay in their cohort from pre-K all the way up to eighth grade. So imagine. Oh, yeah, so like that's great for a kid like Roman who doesn't make friends easily because he's so shy. He wasn't mm-hmm. scared this year because he's like, my this kid from last year, the same ones I didn't talk to, they're, yeah. <laughs> they're back, you know? Yeah. And so like, I love that. Like I think cohort learning is, is great because it allows kids who need a little more time to like... Um, navigate socially it gives them that opportunity so i yes. love that i as a fellow roman as a child <laughs> that's great because i did i moved school so much it was it was it was not happening oh. for me <laughs> so uh well that was i'm glad that you had a good trip we back to school we back to brown ambition yes. we are celebrating eight years baby girl, girl. yes where are you taking me i, I know where we have to plan going? something I think we have something on the calendar for Friday. I saw that. We actually do. I we do. have a hold for... I know. We have what, a hold. I'm going to have to do a rain track on that. Sorry. Every year. Has the last eight years meant nothing to me? Besides, I feel like when we do, let's... What let's I play, have given? Let's, let's do the sushi. Like, let's... What I give every day. Just kidding. Let's do That's a sushi right. class as a, like a fun, like, yeah, let's make that. I would love yeah. that. Love it. But eight years? I oh, know. my goodness. I know. We have, a, we have a middle schooler. We have a Brown Ambition middle schooler. Sidebar, before we jump into break, girl, mm. I heard you had Drake on or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, when my little, she's talking about my little, my little brother Alex was a guest on the show, and I actually listened back to that episode, uh-huh. and I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was it great. It was annoying during it, because I had to listen to him a lot, <laughs> and I had to like... It was very strange interviewing my brother, but once I got through the weirdness of it, it was actually great. Yeah. I think he's just a fantastic person, you know, independent of being my flesh and blood. But yes, <laughs> see for yourself if you think he looks more I like mean, or me. Literally, I mean, he does look like you, Abby. Okay. But literally, like, it was so funny to read the comments on our IG. People were like, girl, yeah. for a minute, I was like, they got Drake on? Because, <laughs> you know, I've been calling him Drake for the longest. And y'all were like, Tiffany, yeah. you were, I said, I told you, girl. I told Listen, you. Listen, she wasn't lying, okay? <laughs> she wasn't lying. Yes. Um, and like Drake, he has a lot going on yes. and he is creative and fantastic. I was thinking about him and I when you were talking about Roman and Mimi. <laughs> um, 
I can't say I was as sweet to my little brother as Roman seems to be to Mimi. But however, um, that sibling, that sibling bond and competitiveness uh-huh. is is just amazing. So definitely check out that episode. Yes. Um, but let's take a quick break. Yeah. Take a little deep breath of Wusa. Check on your Uber Eats order. Make sure they got your order right. <laughs> Be right back, BA. <laughs> Hey, BA fam, this episode is sponsored by State Farm. Are you a small business owner looking for insurance that fits your needs and budget? Look no further than State Farm. State Farm agents are not just insurance providers. They're also small business owners who live and work right here in your community. They understand the unique challenges of running and protecting a small business. When it comes to small business insurance, State Farm knows what it takes. Create a plan that fits your needs and your budget. State Farm agents are ready to help you choose personalized policies that truly understand your business. Ensure your small business with a fellow small business owner. Talk to a State Farm agent today and get started on personalized small business insurance that fits your needs. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. And now a word from our sponsors at Betterment. All right, BA fam, you know we work hard and we play hard, but when it comes to investing and having your money in the market, you want your money to be working for you. That's exactly what the Betterment Automated Investment and Savings app can help it do. Keeps your money out there working hard and kicking you-know-what I love Betterment because it makes it easy for even a beginning investor to figure out how to put their money in the market and set it and forget it and be at peace with that because you know Betterment has got you covered with their automated investment and savings app. Their technology is going to give you advanced tools that are built to help you maximize those returns. All you got to do is visit Betterment.com to get started. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at Betterment.com. Investing involves risk. Performance not guaranteed. Cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank. Hey, BA fam, our fellow entrepreneurs and creatives, this message is sponsored by Squarespace. It is the ultimate toolkit for crafting your online presence. With Squarespace, it's really about more than just building a website. It's about shaping your online identity and making your mark. So say goodbye to checkout headaches with Squarespace's flexible payment options. From credit cards to Apple Pay, they've got you covered. And if you live in an eligible country, they offer buy now, pay later options with Afterpay and clear pay, which means that your customers have even more ways to purchase your products. So head over to squarespace.com and kickstart your journey with a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, don't forget to use our link squarespace.com slash brown ambition to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Just visit squarespace.com slash brown ambition to get your discount today. Remember, your online success story begins with Squarespace. So what are you waiting for? Let's build something extraordinary together. Do you ever have subscriptions that you forget about? I did. Mm-hmm. Do you have a hard time canceling those subscriptions because they seem tricky or time consuming? Raise your hand. I know it's you. Okay. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Yes. I can see all my subscriptions in one place. And if I see something I don't want, I cancel it with a tap. I've never had to get on the phone with customer service in order to do so. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Okay. Okay. 
So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. That's rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. Rocketmoney.com slash brownambition. And we're back and we're black and brown and all the things. We have not mm-hmm. done brown break brown Bruce in a such a long time. Such a long time. I'm ready though. Right? I, my I, I can't, I can barely remember the song. <clears throat> and now it's time to boost or break or boost or break or boost or break. Mm-mm. Are you going to boost? Are you going to break? What you going to do? What you gonna take? I know, with my limited memory. You know, sidebar, I think I might have ADHD. That was, oh, it's very in now. Yeah, it is. But I was yeah. thinking to myself, like, I was like reading, you know, some symptoms, because, you know, WebMD. And the, and the, but honestly, because someone had asked me that, I was talking to like this psychologist, <laughs> whatever. She was one of my mentees at my mentor, Tiffany, like my, um, dot com my, my business mentorship and she had come out to see me and i was talking and you know me i'd be talking and then my brain goes this way and then i would be like right because on friday i'm like oh that's right you weren't in my head think what i was thinking and she was mm. like have you ever been diagnosed with adhd she's like i'm not diagnosing you but there's some things here <laughs> mm. and i was like no but you know what that wouldn't be too crazy and she was like yeah. i said you know if it is it's that good hhd because it got me she was like truthfully tiffany in women especially black women it presents you know like you know not in this way that drags you down you know like mm-hmm. to your point you know you've been able to be creative and and motivated and all this other stuff but i told her my memory is like i can either remember like the most minute random detail or like what was her name that she just told me like five minutes ago <laughs> and so anyway I had asked Dr. Green if I should get tested for ADHD. I mean, she was like, I mean, certainly you can. You know, she's like, as long as you're not going to use it as a thing to make yourself feel bad about. I'm like, no. But it might be helpful to say, oh, if I find out I do have ADHD, here are some tools to help you remember certain things or when I'm having a hard time pushing through. it. I think it just might help. So as an adult, it's harder to get, like, classified or whatever. So, um, But I'm going to work with my therapist to, like, learn, like, what are the – how do I go about figuring out if I do? And then if mm-hmm. I am, what are some tools and things I can use to help me with the parts that I do struggle with, you know? So, yeah, I just want to... So, your th- yeah, your therapist wouldn't diagnose you, though. It has to no. be a psychologist. I believe so. But Dr. Green was like, I can give, you know, I can connect you. If you She's like, if you really want to know, certainly, you know, I can connect you. Her concern was like, are you trying to find out because you're feeling bad about something? I'm like, no, honestly, I don't. Mm. Like, I would want to know because it's like, oh, so the fact that I have a hard time remembering stuff is that, and that here's a tool that people use to do so or whatever. I'm not looking to take any medication or anything like that. I'm like, girl, we good. But yeah. I'm just curious because that would be helpful. Like, oh, that's why. Because my well, brain is never Well, not to be quiet. flippant about it. ADHD is like really, you know, like gaining like more, more awareness. Yes. And you're the maybe the third adult friend I've had who I have two that have been diagnosed. Okay. And you're the third to like bring it up. But yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. You might as well know. But I know for some people, I, I mean, I know that there are components that are really hard. Some people can't navigate. Some people can't day-to-day life is too hard but she said that mm. it, it presents very differently in girls and women she said which is likely why you might not have ever been because you were so high functioning you know um mm. and so yeah like if i do then i'm like oh okay you know like what are you know what are the things i can do to 
to help me with the parts. Because I remember distinctly, I remember I can literally see myself sitting in like, it was like my math class. I think I was like either in middle school or high school and I forgot something. And I remember thinking to myself, because we had just found out that our math teacher was diagnosed with dementia, even though she was very young. I mean, I didn't, at the time I didn't oh, think wow. she was young because she was only 40, but at the time, you know, 40 at, in high school is like, girl, you old either way. So when the people, yeah. the girls said that she, I was like, okay, well, she's 40. Ain't that about right? They're like, no. <laughs> Girl, no. And I remember thinking, well, one of the reasons is because she was very forgetful. She would take attendance like three or four times during out the class. We thought it was silly. She oh. would forget names, even though, you know, so I just, and I remember thinking, well, that's, I forget those things, but I don't have dementia because I'm young. But I remember mm. thinking, Tiffany, I need you to remember that when you get old and you still have a bad memory, it's not dementia, it's just you. <laughs> like I remember this, yeah. this distinctly like trying to burn that into my brain so I wasn't like, oh my gosh. It's like, so yeah, when I'm 80 years old and I'm like, what's she saying again? Like, you know, she old. I'm like, now I've been forgot, stop. <laughs> oh, anyway, that's, that's what I used to be when I used. <laughs> Go ahead. I sorry. used to watch Oprah way too young. I'd be like looking at forty-year-old, fifty-year-old women's problems and thinking I had it. <laughs> you know? Oh my god. Okay, brown boost, brown break. Yes, if you gonna boost, you gonna break, Mandra. I am going to do a huge boost Ooh. because I am just so damn proud of one of my oldest friends. Okay. Her name is Julie Loon, and she is a children's book author. On top of I being, you see. It's so good. So Julie, um, she works nine to five for Disney, actually, in their mm. books division. And she's been in publishing for a long time. She and I went to journalism school together and used to work on the newspaper together. And she just published a children's book that's so, so damn special and adorable and beautiful. It's called The Truth About Dragons. Mm. And it's the perfect read, I would say, for like toddlers and above. Mm -hmm. um, and the beautiful thing about it is Julie is Chinese. Her husband is white American. Mm -hmm. Well, she's Chinese American. Her husband's white. And why can't, he's not a he's not a cheese. He's a white guy. He's white and <laughs> they have white Americans. Like what I ordered from BJ's the other day for our cheese. I don't know. Well, he's Caucasian. Anyway. And they have a three year old and an eight month old. And it was during the pandemic when she was, you know, like a new mom, just like I was. Mm -hmm. And her son, um, Kieran, is, yeah, he has dual heritages. And mm. so she wrote the book, The Truth About Dragons, and the story is about two different versions of what a dragon is told through the mm. uh, points of view of his grandmothers. Oh. So the grandmother from the Chinese side and the grandmother from the white American cheese side. And <laughs> Where can the girlies get and it? Everywhere. Um, I think it's published with Macmillan. So, yeah, any bookstore mm -hmm. online, um, I'll, we can post a link to yes. um, like a good a good bookstore for y'all to buy from. But Truth About Dragons is the book. And I'm just so proud of Julie because like me, you know, she's just one of those friends. We've gotten so much closer since having kids. And also mm -hmm. I got to see this book when it was, you know, she just got the pages back from the illustrator. And she's just always been really focused on her art, even as we're, she was working nine to five. So. Oh, did she draw just, it? No, no, no. The writing. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, she didn't draw it, but the writing. And I was at her book launch, um, this really adorable book launch um, in her where she lives in Connecticut this past weekend. And there's just something really special about being in this age that we're at, like with my friends and friends that I knew 
you know, almost two decades ago in college. Mm. Ugh. But getting to see us reap what they what we've sown, you know, like to sit in the audience and see one of my beloved friends who 20 years ago is just, you know, dreaming about being an, an author and getting her to like release her children's book. And it's not even her first, but it just made me so warm and fuzzy inside. It's really fun to get to see your friends live their dreams yeah. in real time. So. I'm looking at this now. Like I, I see I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at these, all these amazing reviews. The The illustrations are just beautiful. They're stunning. Stunning. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Ah, oh, this is just like, and honestly, yeah, this is, this is just great. Okay. Okay, Julie. I'm so, I love this. You know, you know, I love the illustration. So this yeah. is awesome. And it's an editor's pick book for best yeah. book ages six to eight. It got to be an editor's pick on the Zon. Yeah. So that's awesome. It's doing really well. She's just brilliant and way too humble. Um, so I love to shout her out. Yeah. And obviously Coco Goff, like, Girl. congratulations. You won the U.S. Open. Congratulations I to my haters. I don't know nothing about tennis, but I know it was fabulous, okay? <laughs> I guess I like to thank my haters. I'll say Coco. Yes, Gen Z. Baby Snoop Dogg. Girl. I like to save myself, think myself, <laughs> me, myself, and I. She said, you thought this ain't Serena. Like, 19. I clap back, okay? No shade 19. to Serena, but you know Serena... Y'all, y'all dragged her through the mud and she tried her best to rise above. Coco said, oh, we don't do that here. These young kids is like, nah, yo, you're going to get your lick back right back. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Ah, uh, happy. Okay, what are you going to do? Booster break. I am going to boost because I've been feeling really... Like, you know, ever since Jarrell passed away, I just said to myself that there's a big transition that I've been wanting to have. And I just didn't... Uh, i just been in a weird space of like... I know that I don't want to do what I've done before, but I don't want to not do what some of the things I've done. I'm talking about professionally, especially. So I've made some mm -hmm. like adjustments to like, you know, like I, y'all know I walk every day, take my nap, spend more time with family and friends. But professionally, I felt like I haven't gotten to the place where I want to be, meaning like how I want life to go. I want my professional life to line up more aligned with my personal life. Um, and so recently, I just kind of reached a fever pitch where I was like, I don't want to do the budget East in the same way anymore. I had to admit that. I, I said it in therapy. I told Dr. Green, mm. she's like, this is the first time. And she's like, I've known this, but I've been waiting for you to say the words. Um, and I said, I've been afraid to say the words because does that mean I want to walk away from this business? She said, that's not what you said, but it's okay to admit the way you've been doing it, you don't want to do it. Because it's very face front, it's very dancing for a dollar, it's very busy, busy, busy. And although I've definitely reduced it, it's not enough, you know? Like it's been like a, a low key version of what I was doing before and it's not enough. And, mm -hmm. and admitting that kind of like it opened up the floodgates because what I was most afraid about was telling the team, which I have because I wouldn't tell y'all first. It's like, well, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. You know, because there are people who depend on the business and everything else. But I shared kind of like the fact that like, I don't, I don't want to not do the budget nista, but not like this. And I'm not sure what this looks like, mm -hmm. you know? And I was like, I, you know, I want us to figure it out together. I want us to navigate, but you have the space and the freedom to say, you know what, maybe I want something that's a little more stable. I mean, not that, I mean, I pay, you know, I, you know, y'all know I pay, I never not pay, but meaning like, I don't know what the ups and downs to come are. And I don't know, you know, where the company is gonna land. So I just wanted to give you the grace to know that like, if you're like, I have to move on or whatever, you could do so without judgment from me, but I'm just sharing that there's a transition coming and I'm not sure how it's going to land. And they would really mm. think, thank you so much for being so transparent and honest, Tiffany. Um, 
And we want to stay. We want to figure out what the new iteration of this is, which honestly, as a result of that, like we have come up with a really good idea. And I'm just like, I wish I would have said something sooner. Um, (laughs) And so what I would really love to be in the business of. So the part of the budget that I like the most is the teaching part. Like I love showing up. I love teaching. I love I hate having to sell something. I'm like, oh, my God, I hate I hate having to have a product or whatever. It's just exhausting. I don't like that part. And I said, if it was up to me, when I first started the Budget Nista, I did everything for free, you know? Um, But then as you have a business, it's hard to do. It's how do you do everything for free, but still have a business that pays your employees because they have to be paid, you know? And Mm so I thought, well, what if... um, one of the things that we're really good at at Budgetista is gathering insights about like the thoughts, hopes, dreams of the women that I serve, largely black women. I said, there has to be company. Well, I know for a fact, because I see companies roll out products or services that they hope are going to land in our community. And I'm like, girl, nobody cares about that. That's not a line. That's not moral. That's not fair. And I said, well, what if I could like give away, which is what I want to do, all the things I'm doing with the Budgetista for free, and um, on the back end, because I already gather insights. Y'all give me insights all the time. I mean, we have surveys upwards of 200,000 respondents. And I use those insights to create, like I use the insight to create Geek With Money. I use the, those insights to create the next literature challenge or whatever it is. But I was like, I know there are companies who also want to create good products and services that are aligned with this audience. So what if I use those insights to say, I can consult, I can help for you to be like, this is how your product is misaligned. Here's how you get aligned based upon the insights that I've gathered. And so that's what I'd like to be in the business of ethical insights, you know? Mm. Um, And so I don't know what that looks like, I'm not gonna lie, we just came up with this a week ago, so you know, I'm just over here chatting, but (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited about it because one of the things, I'm sharing it because one of the things I've learned in, in business is that like to share the thing. And so since I've started to share in the last week, I've reached out to like friends and, and corporate spaces. The response has been amazing. I was sharing like, for example, like um, we did a literature challenge in uh, 2023, which is our 21 day free course that I do typically every January, give or take. Um, and 300,000 people signed up. And we took surveys from everyone. And like I said, we usually use those insights just internally. Like they want this, they hate that, they love this. And, and so we have our next challenge um, that'll be launching in 2024, January. And I'm like, are there organizations, companies, brands that are like, uh, I'd love to know what tens of thousands of women, specifically black women, um, it's not all black women, because I know exactly who, we're like 75% women, and like 80% of them are black, but still majority of black women, what they think and feel about a thing. Um, it doesn't just have to be a financial thing. The good thing is I'm able to ask any question. Do you have natural hair? How long do you sleep at night? Like my audience, we've built like such an amazing uh, space of trust. Um, mm. And so, yeah. And so like I've kind of shared that that and I've gotten such great responses of people who are wanting to partner to see like what I would like to know. So as mm. I twist and turn into this new space, it won't really look that different to the audience because what it just looks like is more stuff is free from Tiffany. Yay. Yeah. You know, but on the back end, it's it feels less stressful. The onus of me showing up and having to dance for a dollar is like not there as much. It allows the team to take on a bigger role, you know, and like me to just do the part that I like, which is just serve y'all. And so I'm just mm-hmm. really like like it that's the boost. It's like, you know, sometimes you're so afraid of making the change that you don't realize there's actually more opportunity, more money, more whatever, 
you know, if you have the courage to pivot and make the change. So, you know, for those yeah, of you who say that again for the girls in the back, girl, because yes. it's just it's it is scary, though, because I'm not going to lie. This is of, of almost since the beginning of the budget. Nista, this is one of our worst financial years that we've had, you know, just because, for the budget. Nista? Yeah, for the budget. Nista financially. Because you, know? you haven't wanted to. Yes. You haven't been around as much. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, you know, like, because if, if I dance for a dollar, you know, we're going to make millions of millions. <clears throat> we just barely will clear a million if we're lucky, which is like, what? For the budget needs to, that's like unheard of. But it, it made me realize how much of the business relied upon me dancing for a dollar. And I think the team was scared because it's like, if Tiffany doesn't dance, what will we eat? And that's what I thought too. But I'm like, mm. there has to be a business where I don't got to dance. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And so I was, but mm-hmm. I was afraid to make the transition. And so now I'm just like, I have to, because like I told the team, I'm not completely out of steam, but I'm just about. So if we don't pivot, there will be nothing. So if we can pivot and make money in a way that doesn't require that, then I can just do the thing I really like so much. And like I said, it's already like the the partnerships are already starting to tentatively form, where I feel really good. Like, wait, we don't have to work nearly as hard. I can just do this thing for free. I don't have to close a deal. I have to be like, buy this. Da, da. Like, woo. So this, to me, I just there's a, a lift and a light. And so I hope for those of you who are listening, who are you know thinking about making a pivot, that there is definitely like this space between where you are, where you want to be, and you do as much work to get the space as close as possible. But there is a moment where it's not going to get any closer, where you actually have to leap. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary part where you're like, Okay, maybe I can reach. It's like, no, no. You're going to have to let go of the safety here and leap across this last little bridge. And so I've leapt. We haven't quite landed yet. We're going to see, but it's looking yeah. pretty good on this side. So, And you're not leaping alone. Yes. And to actually tell your team, you know, Rose and Logan. And Aikish and, and Carol, yeah. like, Yeah, and Tracy. Mm-hmm. Assuming everybody knows, like everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Every, yeah everybody knows, yes. We, and then realizing that, you know, you can reimagine what your business looks like for you with yes. these other, with everyone's input. And because at the end of the day, you've got such a good team who wants you to thrive and survive. Yeah. Like you're not just doing it. Yeah. Of course, they're doing it for the for their income because we all got to eat, right? Yeah. But there's like a genuine loyalty and trust. The same that you built with your community, yes. also with people who, who work for yes. you. Um, and they want to see, and I think that is, you know, it speaks volumes of you as a leader and as a person and all of that. And I'm, I'm excited for the new, the newest new chapter. You can keep having new chapters every damn year if you know, want to, like you have permission. We all do. And I, I think it's great that you're, yeah, sharing that. I'm just really More excited. Well, my biggest that. thing is like, I was really worried that the team would feel betrayed. That's what kept me here for so long. If I'm being honest, I was like, mm. oh, I don't want, they've worked so hard and what I'm saying is that we're making a transition where it might not work and maybe I should just suffer through it. So everybody, and I'm like, Tiffany. And it's so crazy because you have that in your mind. But when I told the team, they're like, girl, we could tell you're tired. We're like, what can we do to alleviate Tiffany? We're so worried. Yeah. And so, yeah, building a really great team. And yeah, so I'm honestly, yeah, I'm just really, really, really excited about the pivot. Because one thing about me is like, you know, I, you know, I know how to put in work in, for us to be successful. Um, I just want to, like, like I said, navigate differently. So, yay! It's like boosty for you know <laughs> for the pivot. It's almost like you're one of the, you know how they say like Jay Z and Nas. These are the first retiring hip hop yes. artists, or like because hip hop's really young. It's yes. just celebrated fifty years. Happy birthday, hip hop! <laughs> and it's almost like you're one of the OG influencers, <laughs> and you're sort of like paving. What does it look like to age well yes. as an influencer? <laughs> yes. Like, cause you can't be doing TikTok Girl. choreography 
and trying to chase the next social media trend uh, forever, right? So no, I think right. that it's yeah. <laughs> so right. I think that um, fly, fly bird, <laughs> so the rest of us can watch. Yeah, and see. no, I never thought about you that. You're right. Not doing this because there are yeah. people that, like in the music industry that like unfortunately never pivoted. So they are 60 still on tour, which no shade or whatever, mm-hmm. but. I want to be like a Nas or a Jay-Z who, before that happened, pivoted and twisted in a way that they're like, okay. Like, you know, Jay-Z, every once in a while for fun, he's like, oh, I do a little rap for fun. But he doesn't. Yeah. Need, he's not doing it for money. It's for the love of making music. But he mm-hmm. has built this underlying business that sees him through. But you're absolutely right. I want to, you know, like I told people, remember before I was like, I want to be less Sean Carter, more, more less Jay-Z, more Sean Carter. Yes. You know, yeah, so less exactly. the, the performer. And less Diddy, more Sean Combs. Yes. Like, I want to be like, um, like the, the you know, the, I'm a businessman and I'm a businessman, you know, like I, mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm excited. And I'm excited just to kind of share the ups and downs and the transparency of like what it all looks like. Um, so as if you're going through something similar, whether it's in corporate or your own business or whatever, you know, maybe there's some takeaways you can take away. So take them, get them for free while you can. Yes. Okay? <laughs> Well, so happy to be back in the stew with you, beautiful. Thank happy you. Happy eight years. I know. I can't wait for our sushi date. Yes. I'm I hungry. feel like I'm the wifey in this relationship, so I'll plan it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll plan it. Don't worry. I won't. I won't think ill things about you. Never plan anything. I gotta plan my own date night. I'll run it All by right, you. All right, y'all. We will see you on Friday, right? For a BAQA. You know, if you have questions, yeah. we have some answers and. Send it to us at Podcast at gmail.com. Um, the BA Podcast on Twitter. You can tweet us. Brown Ambition Podcast on IG. Slide into the DMs. And brownambitionpodcast.com to and hit contact us or yeah. ask us anything. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. And thank y'all for eight years. I forgot yes. to thank you guys, the listener, BA fam. Would not be here without you. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love forever. <laughs> Bye, y'all. <laughs> like, excuse us? Who's listening? <laughs> The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcast. The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.